you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And now, the score. Upcoming Friday night football matchups and breakdowns from the previous week. Here's what's happening in the Quad Cities high school sports scene. Welcome to your score instant reacts podcast week eight of the high school football season is in the books. It was a fantastic fun week and believe it or not guys one week of high school football left in the regular season and then we begin the postseason. We're sitting talking high school football on a Friday night really late almost midnight. It's Brian Stocking, Corey Cuffler, Celia Palermo and yours truly, Matt Randazzo, and it was fun tonight, guys. I mean, a lot of things are becoming more clear around the around the Quad City area when it comes to high school football. Yeah, a lot of things are becoming a lot more clear as far as who's in, who's, in, who's out. Um, and as you mentioned, week eight over, one week left. Time flies. It was, it's been fun, though. Yeah. There are a lot of good games tonight, a lot of teams stepping up, winning conference titles, getting closer to winning district championships. So, yeah, it was a really good night in week eight. I just need to say, I came from an area where there wasn't very – strong high school football team so it's awesome to be in an area where there are a lot of talented kids out there a lot of talented programs and getting to see all of that success up close it, it's been great i can't believe we're already at this point in the year stockpile you know, what do you think we're at the point of the season where you're starting to see teams that are that make traditionally good runs in the playoffs getting up to gear and you're also seeing teams finding depth and i think that is the most important thing teams that have the depth i think are going to go a long way and you're seeing that at Sterling especially. Yeah, we'll kind of go through and, and tell you who's been playoff eliminated. We're not going to dwell on that when it comes to who's not, not there anymore. But um, people that are really close, there's some big games next week. There's some teams that had five victories. I don't want to sit there on Saturday wondering if they got in on the Illinois side of the river, can get to six victories. Um, that comes down to playoff points and all that kind of stuff. There's some teams that, that have got six victories tonight we'll talk about. And conference championships are, are, are up for grabs all over the area as well. We'll start in the Western Big Six when we know we at least have a co-champion. Um, Sterling's been impressive all year. It's kind of a, a broken record here on the podcast, but they, they continue to impress. They come into the Western Big Six. And they've set their standards so high that they've done what they expected to do, that they wanted to do, and they've at least claimed a share of the conference championship. And they get a home game with Galesburg next week, and nothing negative towards Galesburg, but Sterling looks poised to be your Western Big Six champion. A 9-0 team is something that's very impressive year one in the conference. This was a team that was excited to be in the Big Six but they didn't just want to be in. They wanted to win it. Yeah. And right now, like you said, they've got that share. And I know Stocking got has his uh, stats out. I've got some stats here, Stock. I'm going to throw, oh, yeah, I'm love gonna, this. I'm gonna throw some out here at you. All right, so since 2015, Sterling is now 22-0 and in conference games. Wow. They wow. have not lost a game since 2015. <laughs> Do you know the last time they lost Stocking? Come um, on, Stockpile. Would it be to... It wouldn't be to Sycamore, would it? No. Conference or, or regular season game, um, which was a conference loss. I would probably say this is disappointing stuff. I know. I People probably, listen for your greatness. Shush. I would probably, <laughs> <laughs> I shush, you just I would shush. probably say Rochelle. 
It was actually in 2014, week seven, they lost to Geneseo. That's wow. their last wow. conference loss. Yeah, that's so tough without your note cards now, are you? <laughs> How about that, big boy? Yeah. Um, I got to thank Matt Gingrich on that. He did a little work and sent me a direct message. So uh, he works the sidelines for the uh, radio and TV up there. So Good uh, dude. But, but uh, man, Sterling, what a, what a good game. They started off... Uh, UT was driving down the field on them. They, they get a turnover. They go right down the field. They score. They get the ball back. They score again. Before you know it, it's 21-0. Yeah. That's just how good they are. There wasn't big plays. Just move the ball down the field. Just a bunch of big guys up front moving that line, and, and that's what it, what it takes. Um, one more for you. Okay. They are the third highest scoring team in Class 5A. As of right now, Sterling has scored 292 points wow. in eight weeks. Only two teams ahead of them. Chicago Payton has 399 points. Wow. And Sacred Heart Griffin has 298 points scored So this season. one team has almost 400 almost points 400. scored. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's kind of well, crazy. You look at Sterling, they are 34-1 and one in their last 35 regular season games. And when you look tonight, UT tried to hang with them. And they almost did, but they fumbled the ball twice in Sterling territory. And that and that allows Sterling to get separation, and and if you give S- Sterling separation, you're not going to catch him up. And here's something uh, we were talking about depth. Sterling David had Tessman. Ja- yeah, Jashawn Howard was out with a concussion. Right. Noel Ponte got banged up. David Tessman, who was who started the year I think on the sophomore, sophomore squad, sophomore team tonight, four first half touchdowns, five total in the game. Wow, rushing. This was a guy, a kid. Who was on your sophomore team, playing the under game or playing on Monday night at the start of the season, and now he's not only on the varsity team, but he's helping them win big games. Uh, amazing how how uh, strong and deep Sterling well, is. And, and take nothing away from Testman, but that's just a simple. That's a compliment to the offensive line. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Offensive line. You toss me back there, and probably rushing for a buck fifty and three scores. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. With oxygen in between yeah, the plays. No, <laughs> not all at the same time. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it's a testament to Sterling's yeah. time, but also and a I testament believe, to that young man and the depth of, that Sterling builds. As of right now, Sterling is the number one team in Class Five A as far as playoff points go right now. So wow. they would be the number one team in the state going into the playoffs. Do we have the playoff points kind of up? Yeah, you can I, look at it. Keep that in handy. Yeah, I have it right for here. some of this stuff because we'll stay in the Western Mix. Can we move on from Sterling? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk a lot about them. Uh, hopefully, we get a podcast in this week. It's been a couple crazy couple of weeks, but we're gonna make sure we get off the Schneid and get one done during the week as well. Um, a big game for um, we'll talk about Alleman because they won their fifth straight game. They get to five wins in the season, so that makes them playoff eligible. Um, it wasn't pretty. Kind of a sloppy first half. I was there for the first half, and um, defense is playing great. Um, they get a touchdown late to take in the second half to or first half to take a six nothing lead. They build a, a two touchdown lead in the second half. They got up to twenty seven seven, I think, at one point, yep. winning twenty seven fourteen. So they got the job done. Five straight victories, and we had we talked to Todd DePorter um, uh, after the game, and that's one of the things we talked about. Like you're sitting here <clears throat> going into week four of the season, zero and three on the year, with Moline coming to town, and they've done nothing but win since. And it's a testament to those young men, um, a great story that they have going on in Alleman. And now they got a good one next week about Rocky. We'll talk about them a little bit. But that's probably for a second place in the Western Big Six. I mean, one of those teams who do win, if something happens and, and Sterling um, stumbles in their last game, they could they could grab a share still. Yeah. But um, they're in there for – and they're at five victories. And this is – I don't know if you have it off cu- up yeah. cuff. How are they playoff point-wise right now? Well, go, they haven't added in their fifth win yet. But going into this Which week – Which would only be two more points. 
Well, you get all the, you get all the points from the teams that you uh, that you've played. Yeah. So depending on who else won this week, so oh, you get a gotcha, point from gotcha. Sterling, you get a point from Moline. Yeah. So that's how that works. Okay. Um, but going and into Rocky this, got one, yeah. Rockies, yeah. So uh, going into this week, they were ranked twenty fifth. So they would be in still. Yeah, but not not too high not, up. Yeah, yeah. So th- I mean, there's still some work to do. A wi- obviously, a win helps. And you get yeah. points for the teams that you beat or the teams, teams that on you your play. schedule. Teams on your schedule. Okay. Teams on your schedule. Yep. Teams so on that'll your schedule. help every, next, te- every team that wins. Next week, regardless, you you play a Rock Island team that either has six points when all said and done, or seven points if they if you lose to them. <laughs> I mean, honestly, right. so that would help out as well too because you're playing a. Uh, they'll get a big chunk of points. For next but week I mean, as well. but but I mean, great for them. I mean, yeah. they've, they've turned things around. Like you yeah. mentioned, three weeks That's in, even they're in the discussion. Right, three weeks in, there was no way that we were thinking. Ah, I mean, beginning of the year, we said, yeah, they're a playoff team. Yeah. But three weeks in, at oh, three because I'm contractually obligated. But we all that. talked about it in the initial yeah, yeah. podcast no, that, that we five teams from the Big Six. I think they only get four now. Yeah. Instead of five, but. It's just it's going to be tough. So, real quick, throw that out. It's going to be Sterling, um, po- possibly Alman, probably um, Rock Island for sure. Moline is at four wins and Quincy. Do they have maybe. next week down in Quincy. Yeah, yeah. at Quincy. So, so Genes- that's a, that's Gen- Geneseo lost. So that that's a play to get in game next yeah. week. So then, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so uh, four teams, possibly a fifth, but four for sure, probably. Well, wait, well, this is a score instant reacts about the games, but we we do have to talk about what happened this week with with Moline having to forfeit. Um, the Rock Island games, because that's a big... I mean, we, right. we kind of joked about it, but Rock Island won two games <laughs> in 72 hours. I mean, yeah. getting to the victory on Wednesday really helps them, and then it puts Moline behind the eight ball where they had to win tonight, and they still have to go, I believe, on the road next yeah, they week have to, to go Quincy. down to Quincy. They're down at Quincy, yes. And they were impressive tonight. I mean, Moline, with the week that it's been, um, hats off to, to Mike Morsey and his staff, because that's a weird, rough week. And you're without still um, uh, Dreyfus for the, for that game, and Abubakar Barry comes in, plays really well. They win forty two six. Is that the final score? Forty two six. I mean, really held, impressive. Their defense was more impressive. I think they held Geneseo to under twenty yards of uh, offense in the first quarter, if not the first half. I think the first quarter for sure. Uh, Barry had three rushing touchdowns in the first half, as uh, Moline rolled to a victory. Yeah, they, they did look good. Um, obviously, Caden Drivers coming back next week after yeah. having to sit out this game is only is only going to help that. Uh, I know Zidane Sterling threw a touchdown to Nate Johnson in the third quarter. Uh, they did look good. All distractions aside, they did look good. Um, the problem for them is going to be they win at Quincy next week. Let's say they're five and four. You've got enough playoff points. You're probably going to get in. You're now going to have to go play yeah. a nine and zero team from Ooh. Chicago. Not that they can't beat yeah. that team. But it just makes it tougher. Uh, is all, yes. It's all it is. It just makes it tougher. No, I last mean, we looked at teams like last year, Alleman made it at 5-4, and four, and you think, okay, Alleman and 3A can, can do some damage. They ran into Byron in week one, and there's nothing you can do about that. I and, mean, and they're going well, to play an elite team just, on the road. Just for instance, just to throw this out there, Mount Carl right now is undefeated and ranked number one in the state yeah. for playoff points. Moline played them when they were eight and one, and Carmel was five and four, and Carmel came in and, and handled yeah, handled them no, pretty easily. So um, that's that's, that's, that's just what they're going to be facing. Hold on, Sackbell. Let's talk about. I mean, because it was a weird week, and it, it's 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 an IHSA rule that they that was broken, and he played in, and right. it's unfortunate. No kid did anything wrong. No, I mean, it's it's an administrative problem where it wasn't reported and done correctly and paperwork and all that kind of stuff. But the the, the few comments that I've heard about, like, oh, Moline got caught and. Uh, that kind of stuff, silly. I don't think, or, 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 blaming, or blaming the kid, because yeah. the kid didn't do anything wrong. No. I mean, it's a, it's it is a rule. It's unfortunate, and all that kind of stuff. The other thing that I think steps out to me that we've all talked about, and even Mike Morrissey mentioned in the paper, 
really doesn't make any sense that they lost one game and didn't lose both. Right. Like, it still does I mean, they basically determined that of the Alton game, they would have won without him because he didn't score any touchdowns, and they won by 21 points, 22 points, whatever it was. It was 22 to 6. 22 the, points. The, the, the dude, he ran for 210 yards. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, he was a huge factor in the game. Yeah. I mean, you run for 100 yards in football, you're doing a great job. He ran for 210 or 11, whatever it was, it was yards. 12, yeah. I don't, I mean, and I think what Mor- Mike Morsey is saying is, like, Either you, I mean, it's an all, it's an all or nothing thing. Yeah, either, yeah. either make him forfeit every game that he's played yeah. up to that point, or and then none. I didn't understand him not sitting this week. Okay, well, uh, what what happened was the IHSA said, okay, so we're going to take the Rock Island game away from you. So the the appeal process is done. There's no more that can yeah, yeah, that done. can happen here. This is this is what this is all the judgment, everything handed out. So they they went through the appeal process. They had to get rid of the Rock Island game because he played in that game. They felt he was a factor in that win. So they get rid of that game. That's a loss for Molina win for Rock Island. Uh, they then, when they found out, he, he also sat out the Alleman game. That was a Moline self-imposed game that he had to sit out. The IHSA now has decided, since they didn't do anything for the Alton game, all right, he's got to sit out one more game. Why that is, I don't know. It, yeah. seems, a li- it seemed a little excessive to me because he's now technically but probably eligible. Better new- probably better news for Moline because you still get the victory. And you get the win. You can win without Caden Dreyfus, which they did. Right, so, that, so he week. sits out tonight, he's back next week. All's good, except for the fact just that weird. yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate circumstances. It, it hurts the the team, the seniors. You feel bad for them, but hey, maybe they can still turn this into a positive. It's go out and win, and still get that first round win. Yeah. They, they, they can guy. still win. Is he a senior? Caden Dreyfus. Oh, he's a junior. That's a, I think he's only a junior. Yeah, I'm pretty okay, sure he's just a junior. I was gonna say it'd be a shame for him to set out senior night. No, no, it was, was senior. Which no, was I don't tonight. think so. Right. I I don't like the idea that they penalized the kid a second time. He had nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's but not, they're not penalizing the kid. They're penalizing no, the by making him sit out. By making him sit out another yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, by making yeah, him sit out a second understand. game. That's, that's that the sad thing. He, this kid did nothing wrong. It's not his fault that administration fumbled the football and he's got to pay the penalty. Well, Very I don't good think they, they didn't. I don't. But I don't think they. they it was they, just. It was. A, it, was it was a miscommunication. Rule be, it's yeah. the yeah. rule to begin but with. I it mean, wasn't like anyone. And, and if people, consciously yeah, and I think if people want to get mad at it again, then then it's an IHSA thing, and you're not gonna. Everybody's uh, annoyed with the IHSA for one thing <laughs> or another. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's rules and stu. I mean, there's a lot of things that doesn't make sense about the IHSA. But I mean, like they're not punishing the kid in general. They're just saying it's, it's a rule. I mean, when you yeah. transfer and you come back, you have to sit a certain amount of time. It's what it is. The state regardless didn't of get whose done. fault it is, yeah. they have to do it. So, so enough of that. Let's talk yeah. football. So yeah, Moline <laughs> obviously impressive. Now four and four in Cuff kind of said it good. Where you know they go down, they take care of business next week against Quincy. Which the way they're playing, and you add. Um, Drivers to that mix, and they put a 42 tonight. They're going to be good, yeah. They're be really good. I mean, they'll be fine. It'll be interesting to see who they draw in the first round of the playoffs and all that kind of stuff, but I think they can go down and, and knock off Quincy. Yeah, I, I agree. I absolutely agree, and it's, it's, it's a game that they, they have to win. They know it's a must-win going in at 4-4. Four and four. Before all this came down, Steve Susi, who's the bracketologist of the IHSA, had Moline playing in Class 7A in the Which first Which they will round be. They will against be. Against Lyle Bennett. Which is a rematch Ooh. from what they played. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. That'd be an interesting and one. But that's before this went all yeah. down. Yeah, that that's before this all went down. And rolling back uh, to the Pioneers, this is their longest win streak since 2012 when they won six games in a row. They're at five games, obviously, with their win streak. Um, on, uh, on the uh, other end of that Moline game, though, Geneseo, uh, a tough loss for them. This this takes them out of playoff cons- out of playoff contention. They've had some close games this year. Yeah. The, the Allman game was close. The Rock Island game was close. It's two games that 
if that's turned around, they're in, they're in that playoff picture anymore right now. But again, looking at possibly a win next week uh, would put them at four and five yeah. for the second straight and, and year. And life yeah. in the Western Big Six is it's is, tough. It's tough. It's and tough. I'm not saying it's they can't hang. They'll be fine. no. They'll be, they'll fine. be fine. And I want to also go back to Sterling real quick. Any anybody who thought that Sterling going to the Western Big Six wasn't a great idea and they couldn't hang in the Western Big Six and and Crazy. we knew football they'd be fine in, but they're going to be fine in everything. They, they finished second in the cross country, didn't they, this week? Or? They got second in cross country. Yeah. They're yeah. they're going to win. They're going to tie and share for volleyball. I mean, so, yeah, they're going to be just... Yeah, they are just, building a tremendous but there was some, athletic program. There were some there. people that were... There were some people that were worried that they wouldn't fit in the Western Rick Six. That they'll, they're they're doing just fine. Yeah. Um. We didn't really talk enough about Rock Island. Um. They won in went in all three facets of the game tonight. Their offense looked good. Devin Swift played really good at quarterback and, and impressed by him. Um. They ran the football. They threw the football well. So the offense was fine. Um. The defense caused turnovers. And I don't know if it, uh, that type of a defense needs to do that kind of thing. Cause turnovers, get takeaways, all that kind of stuff. They did that tonight. Then they had two kickoff returns for touchdowns in the second, in the third quarter. Just crazy. Um, Coach Hammer was on the uh, uh, live with us on the score, and he kind of talked about you know feet like the the was the special teams coach kind of promises them food if they if they do well, and they're going to Olive Garden. Going to Olive Garden, yeah. Which I want in on, and everybody, <laughs> everybody you guys get to go. Everybody but Ray and Dazzle gets to go. He's so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a love hate relationship. I'm, I kind of think he hate. No, I'm just kidding. But um, Rock Island now at six wins. They're definitely in the postseason. They're six and two. They only have one loss in conference. Play Alman Rocky next week is is definitely for second place and and as I mentioned if something crazy happens up in Sterling it could be for a share of the conference championship but um, Rock Island's playing good football if they could get to seven and two really springboarding themselves nicely into the postseason and you look at that game next week Ryan Sheets is a very big uh, piece tonight in that tonight in that game against Galesburg three tall touchdowns two Nate, rushing touchdowns Nate, Nate, Nate Sheets I'm sorry Nate Sheets two uh, touchdowns rushing. Touchdown receiving, he has 11 touchdowns in the last four games. He's been really good. For uh, Rock Island tonight, what also helped in, uh, I'm not sure what the uh, reason was, Lucas Reese, the great Quincy quarterback, was had to set out the first half. So I don't know if it was a hmm. team suspension or, or whatnot, but he had to set out the first half. When he came in, he started off real hot, and then Rocky's uh, kick return team just yeah. – uh, did the job. In the same quarter. They only yeah. had like maybe it was less than ten yards at one point in the third quarter, but they'd already put up built four, to lead. But they built fourteen points yeah. on the board because of, of the special team. So pretty impressive that you can do that in all three phases of the game. So Western Big Six wise, it's Sterling sitting on the top on top. Big game next week with Alleman and uh, Rock Island to see who finishes second, see if Alleman can guarantee themselves a spot in the playoffs. Rock Island's always in already in. They could get to seven victories. Um, unfortunately Geneseo um, not going to make the postseason. Moline, a lot to play for next week down in Quincy. That'll be a huge game for them. Um, Galesburg kind of getting better as they go. UT's kind of showing signs as they have they've gone as well. I think I knocked, got all of them. Yeah, I think you did. So yep. um, let's hop the river to Iowa and kind of talk about some some bounce backs. And we'll start with, with Bettendorf. And, um, boy, they, they lost their first district game. They weren't going to lose. They weren't going to do it again. They weren't going to lose their second one. 61 nothing. Um, just a, a, an absolute statement victory, and uh, yeah, the, and, and you were over yeah, there yeah, showing yeah. in every facet they looked fantastic. They looked, except for the very first drive of the yeah. game when they stumbled a little bit, and West caught them off guard just a little bit on kickoff. Um, they they fumbled the ball, and so even though West kicked off, West got to start with the ball, uh, even though they deferred. But um, after that, they were like, "Nope, this isn't going to be like this at all," and they just kept rolling. I mean. Um, 
you just you look at what they can put together and they can get it done pretty much just about any way and they look fresh they look um they've clearly bounced back they have central next week yes and I don't. I mean, unless they get some help from somebody beating Kennedy, they're they're probably going on the road stockpile. Yeah, they'll probably they'll be on the road. Yeah, yeah. I can almost. Uh, I can't see much of a scenario of them uh, being at home. They're twelfth right now in the RPI yeah, going in going into this week. Yeah, yeah. so they'll so make the postseason. They're, they're going to make the postseason, but they're going to be on the road week one for um, sure. North Scott, um, big victory for them. Hoping to set up a big Thursday night showdown with Assumption. Assumption falling on the road at Iowa City Liberty, fourteen to seven. So not as big a game on Thursday when it comes to to that. But if Assumption Assumption will be playing for their playoff lives, they yeah. need a victory on Thursday night to get the six victories to have a chance to make the postseason. And North Scott sitting there with a chance to win the district, go undefeated in district play, and and, and they would go eight and one in the season if they could get the job done on Thursday. And um. Their only losses to number one ranked uh, Western, Western Dubuque, Dubuque right. which they were in that game in the second half. Western Dubuque beat uh, Xavier the other week. I mean, wow. the Western yeah. Dubuque Ooh. is as good as they get. Yeah. And on the road, North Scott battled them for three quarters. Um, North Scott's got some momentum going into the postseason, and a trip to the Dome might be in their future if they can continue to to, to, to play well. And I know you love what their quarterback did. Yeah, so let me, I'll get to Jake Mathias in a second, but I want to get, uh, get a couple of things in first. Uh, for Bettendorf, Oh, we have Tyler to go back Page. to the other game we're done with? Well, you didn't let me get in. <laughs> I forgot to let Stock Tyler, read stats. Tyler, Pat, Tyler Payne, Payne had a put, uh, punt return. Yep. It's the fourth time this season he's returned a, a punt for a touchdown, and Joe Byrne had three touchdowns in the first half. The Liberty Assumption game, Liberty started off the game with a 20-play, 80-yard, yeah. a drive time of 11-23. They were 5 of 6 on third downs, 1 of 1 on fourth downs. Wow. wow. That's that the big to, That was that big had to drive game. Wade crazy. And oh, they yeah. just couldn't get off the field. Yeah, and Assumption and Liberty in the first half combined for two passes. Yeah, that that's sounds about right. Now, <laughs> getting back to North Scott, Jake Mathias had 179 total yards of uh, offense, three total touchdowns. He ran for two touchdowns, had a team-high 70 yards of rushing. He had TD pass to Tyler Anderson. To Ty Titan. Anderson. Titan, yeah, Titan. Titan Anderson. And um, I love it when people get to correct you. It's fun. You, you always correct me. <laughs> not enough, though. Um, <laughs> but I'm not wrong you know, very often. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Not a lot of no. sure. And uh, here's the thing with North Scott. North Scott has won 18 district games in a row, and at home in 3A, they are 9-0 and in the regular season, and the regular season, they've won their last 13 at home. It'll be fun next week at Brady Street, Thursday night. I Thursday mean, night, yeah. good, Thursday night a special. Good matchup. It is going to be an excellent matchup. Assumption playing for everything. North Scott playing so they can be home in that first round game. Right, yeah. that, that would be big. If you win the district, they would will they definitely be home. they win the district no matter what? Or yes. Somebody out there, I mean, they've won it, right? They, they're going to win it, yeah. yeah they, they've they've got beat, it. They beat every other team. The only team that's left is Assumption. Yeah, yeah. So, so they'd have the tiebreaker against anybody. So even if they lost, they're still going to be home for the first round. Yes, they would yeah, have the, it's it, district yes. champ. Yeah. But the important thing is they got to win to stay home in the second round. Yeah, yep. And, and and try to and, av- and, and try and to avoid Western, Western Dubuque, Dubuque in, yeah. in the second round. Oh gosh. Um, I'm thinking other games. Kennedy um, blew out Central. Yeah. It's been a, a, a frustrating. And, and the thing is with Central, they show some signs uh, every game, and they did. La- I mean, we I was talking to I listened to Coach Sacco at the Grid Grid Club this week, and they could have been up 27 nothing at the half last week against Cedar Rapids Washington and then the wheels fell off and it's kind of the same thing here where they showed some sh- some some signs but i mean Kennedy's really good yeah, I mean, and and, and, yeah, and they took they care of 
Max White, their quarterback, is excellent. Yeah, so they were just they, too much for Central. They win that one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Muscatine's frustrating season continues. They lost to Iowa City West. Um, Pleasant Valley fashion. still. Yeah, we're gonna get to North here in a second, but Muscatine yeah. was down 24-16 with a minute to go. They were driving. They were deep in City West territory. Intercepted, ran back 98 yards, pick six, oh. and that was Katie. That was it. Oh, you Katie bar the door. Yeah, Katie bar the door. I was gonna say Pleasant Valley North game was yeah, really interesting it was game. on Thursday night. Yeah, stockpile. Go ahead, Jake West. Uh, I mean Jack, Jack West. West. I'm sorry, Jack West of North. An amazing game. 344 total yards, four touchdowns. North w- goes undefeated at Bray Street for the first time in a season ever. They're five and three. If they can navigate one more obstacle, they'll be six and three. And I think who's that obstacle? At Muscatine. Yeah, and you they know what? They struggle on the road, but the, if they can na- navigate one final obstacle, they will get into and, the playoffs. And I, I th- think, yeah, I think they will get into six and three. Talked to Adam yeah. Height at the the same grade club, and and he's excited, and he knew that it's all in front of him. They had two games to to get in. Um, they got they fell behind fourteen six in yeah. that and that game with Pleasant Valley and if you're on the outside looking in you're like well here we go again I mean it's still Pleasant Valley and, yeah. and while the record has been not what it's what they're used to it doesn't represent they, they're still going to win this yeah. game and North's going to lose and North comes out in the second half and dominates that football game hats off to Adam Height really like that dude great coach does a really good job and um, yeah they're just one victory away against the Muscatine team that they but th- as you've seen tonight Muscatine at home they play different on that team they just that's been one of the biggest mysteries i think of this year is is kind of what happened down there but you know on the road it will be a tough game but north has everything in front yeah. of them to get yeah. to the postseason they, they scored West 25 was, uh, yeah. unanswered points in Jack the second yeah. half but see what her talk jeez but i thought she was done <laughs> but jack west was unbelievable go ahead stop <laughs> you get it's a, fine. you have a 20 second timeout your mic- i'd like to point your out that going um, down for 20 seconds I was at that game and you weren't. Oh. So wow, what were you doing? I'll Stop. put your microphone yeah. up for that. I'll put your microphone back. I up. was announcing volleyball at West because Point they had West. A, they had a Thursday night game. So, so you like West more than North? No, yeah, I, I've been there announced. I've been announcing West volleyball for a long, long time. You have been. But this is twice in a row that I've been at the North game on a Thursday and you were not there. So well, just they're, saying. They're, they're good luck charm then. So you got to go to the playoff game. I think Celia deserves her own fathead. And they take and they get <laughs> rid of the Brian Stockton. Yeah, that, they made that <gasps> last year. Remember that? Yes, I remember that. that. I, I saw that? a graduation party. I mean, now I we am. requested on the podcast somebody to make a Brian Stocking fathead. And they did. They did. It was and they awesome. did. It was oh great. Gosh, we got a cutaway of it and everything. It was fantastic. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, hats off to North. Really love what they do, and um, I love to say North to Jack West. Jack West, but yeah, if, I, if North you say Jack North to Jack West. West, it's like it sounds cool. North and West. To, never mind. Um, You've lost. What them. else we missed? Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> Central DeWitt. I mean, their record's not what it looks like. What, what they they wanted this year, but they've been in a lot of football games. They almost beat Assumption. They lost another close one at home. I believe, I believe to Liberty. Um, fourteen twelve. Mm-hmm. Yes, fourteen twelve. And then they 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 hammer Clinton. I mean, that's a good football team. They're not going to make the postseason, but um, they they've done a lot of good things in, in DeWitt and almost a season of almost of, of close calls and what ifs because they're real close to being in this playoff com- uh, conversation. When you look at Central DeWitt, they're going to be joining the Mississippi Athletic Conference in all sports next year, with the exception of football, because there are no con- play, right? Because there are no conferences that sponsor football. But um, you look at Central DeWitt's facilities. Those facilities are on a par, if not exceeding some schools in the MAC. 
and they are going to raise the level of play and ability in the MAC. I think adding Central DeWitt was a master stroke by the Mississippi Athletic Conference. Yeah, I think it was a good call. Absolutely what, was. What did yeah. you just say? A master stroke. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but you're right. As far as Central DeWitt, just a hard luck season. I mean, if you get that Liberty game, if you turn around one, one more, and then you're right there, you're at four and three. But again, I don't, it's still not enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, but, it's, but, but, but it's a building It's a good, good football team. It's Absolutely. A good football team. Yes. Um, let's hop back over to the Illinois side and talk some uh, um, Three Rivers um, conference football. And we'll start with have Morrison. We, I, have we ever figured out what the third river is? It's the Mississippi. It's the, the Rock. Rock and the... Because it? it's got to be the Illinois River. Stock. It's got to be. Don't know? Sure. I, I, wow. So if anybody knows what the third river is, just let us know. I'm just well, there's curious. There's only one trail in the Lincoln Trail. Well, there's multiple trails. <laughs> there's multiple trails, <laughs> but there's only one way to get to every yes. school. Yes. Um, Morrison continue. I, I think the, one of the most surprising things, and this is a knock at, Nor- at, at Morrison, but I was surprised they gave up 13 points. Yeah. That's a lot of points. For them <laughs> they don't give up. Yeah. They've only given up 22 yeah. all season at this point. But they go so. to Rock Ridge and they win 27 to 13. Maybe one of the best stories we have in our area this year. They have a chance to go unbeaten next week. They host Chip Filler and the Orion um, Chargers. That'll be a fun game up in Morrison. So um, one win of it away from going 9 and 0 on the season. We thought they'd be better. We thought they'd be good. I don't think we anybody didn't have any idea. said they'd be 9 and 0 on the they'd season. Be this, That's yeah. really a, a good thing up there. No, and Keegan Anderson is doing a fantastic job in the backfield running the ball for them and then Nate Holmes can throw the ball and, and for him he's just got to throw it up just get it downfield those speedsters are just going to run under it and catch and that's just one of the I don't think people realize how quick they are until you line up across from them and the next thing you know they're five ten yards past you and you're like oh no <laughs> what was Can't the stop what, was, what was the Princeton final uh, Princeton won tonight it was a 42-13 over they scored 40 or more points in every game since week two I mean, they've been, uh, and, and Rondé Worrells, you gave the, the, the stats on stockpile stats tonight, which, by the way, that was one of your best stockpile stats of the night of the season. I think it was the best. Yeah, well, I think it was you. absolutely Thank best. You. I wasn't Coming here last out, week, I mean, the, so Worrells has like 100 touchdowns in the last three no. games, what did you say? He has eight rushing touchdowns in the last two games. 11 in the last three? And I would say this is the fourth time this season they scored four touchdowns or more rushing. It's just amazing. It's impressive. He is, and here's uh, the thing is, you know it's coming. I mean, you know. And I think he's only a junior, also, yeah, he so he's going to be back awesome. next year. <laughs> when, when you go in Princeton, you you game plan for Rondé Worrells, and you still can't stop him. That you're a pretty good player when that happens. So, um, they continue along the way. Did they clinch at um, least a share I, in the in the in the Mississippi? I think they clinched at least a share. Got to talk in the microphone. Um, I think they clinched at least a share. They play Erie Prophets yeah, next. Did Hall win? Hall did win. Yes. Hall won. But Hall was it, but Hall was uh, was in a, it was a crossover game. That's fine. So they only have one loss, and then Kiwani also won, so they have one loss. So yeah, clinched a share. As long as they win next week, they'll clinch it outright. And that's where? Next week's game? That's when I slug down my Mountain Dew. Uh, my Airy Air Prophetstown. They're at Airy Prophetstown. Um, and this is a pretty big turnaround for them. Last season, I think they went 7-4. and four. I'm So yeah. To, yeah. to be off to, to this kind of a start is, is showing good things up there. I think uh, this part of the season was where we got to see Princeton turn things around last year. Last year, they went played at Kiwani, beat them 49-3, turned around the week after, played Monmouth-Roseville, shut them out 21 nothing, and, and then they, you know, they went, it made a nice run into the playoffs. 
and then they just extended it this year. They're, they're only lost. They're a bad fourth quarter away from being undefeated. Yeah, against Newman. If they, yep. if, uh, the second that, half, they yeah. didn't score in the second half. Yeah. yeah, they don't throw a wheel in that uh, fourth in that second half. They're 8-0. They're, they're yeah. Right. Um, uh, Orion had a big victory. They're now five victories. Yes. So they're playoff eligible, but with that team, I'm trying to think, might need to get the playoff points over there, Cuff. I know it's, it'll change. So. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. Well, Ryan Youngworth tonight had a tremendous game against Bureau Valley. He had four he had four touchdowns in the first half. He ended with six total touchdowns. Four touchdowns passing, wow. a rushing touchdown, and a blocked punt return for a touchdown. Cuff that 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 just screams score standout. Yeah. It does. There were a ton of score standouts. Tessman from uh, Sterling, Worrells, West, um, no- Nodine, Youngworth. Point. West. Uh, Sheets, Barry, I mean, Quagliano, I mean, good, good guy. Good we luck, had a ton. Good luck, Cuff. You're going to have some <laughs> mad, you're going to have some mad grandpa, grandma's call. And, 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 and volleyball. Somebody from a certain school are going to be just fine. And volleyball right? and soccer. Yeah. I mean, just make uh, sure there's no maroons or pioneers on there because we don't get no, any emails about our bias. About it. It's like, man, our, sorry. Our biases, right? Stockpile, you don't have any biases, do you? No. None, None at all. None towards the Davenport schools. No, 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 no biases. So yeah, uh, so uh, Orion is 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 playoff eligible right now. Um, Kiwani playoff eligible. Sherrard uh, had stuff for them. They gave them all they wanted, and then some. Twenty-two fourteen at one point was that the final? That was the final, and they were down. Sherrard uh, was up fourteen thirteen at halftime. Wow, that's so, a big deal for Sherrard. So, yeah, they played. So you're they asking played better. Playoff points on Orion going into this week. They're sitting at thirty-seven. They're fine. As long as they get to five, I think they're in. They're in five. They got five tonight. Yeah, then, then, then they're in. All right. They're going to be in. Nice. A little chip filler action in the in the postseason. We love that. How about the chest bumper, whatever it was? With his the, daughter? With his daughter. Yeah. yeah. hilarious. She's pretty athletic. She got some air. He, he got up there for an older guy, too. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. He was not bad. I, I just think. so. They're Could you do fi- better, though? They're at Come five on. and three. Yes. Stockpile had him going 0-9 this season. No, I did season. not. I know. You had oh, him 0-9. Do you bring that up every opportunity um, you get? Yeah. Awesome. So they, but they have Morrison this week. If Chip's looking for any motivation, not that I need to say this, I'm sure he knows it, they've had a tough time with Morrison. Yeah, they have. And yeah. when they've had really good teams, this is a, this is mean, a good team this year. It just, but it, for whatever reason. Coach Filler's been outcoached in a lot of those games. <laughs> 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 we know he listens, right, we Chip? We know you're listening right now. <laughs> but, you know, getting back to uh, the with the, all the stuff with Morrison and Orion, let's also talk about teams that uh, are that they've played. Fulton Hall tonight had an excellent game. Yeah. And Hall won 33-32. Fulton was down nine, went, get, scored, went for two, got it, but, ni- but couldn't get that uh, one final possession in the t- for a score. Um, so Hall's at five victory. Or no, they're at six. six. They're in Fulton's, Fulton's at, at five. five. And Fulton, where do they go next week? Fulton is at Newman on a Saturday. Ooh-wee. Would Fulton be okay at five and four? I'm not saying they're going to lose next yeah, week. Yeah, they're, they're right now going into this week. They're 16th. Okay, so they're... Okay, so, and actually, they have them at five and... Where did it go? Five and three. Five and two going into this week is what they have. Yeah, and they week. lost. And they still five yeah. and three. They have thirty-four points. So yeah, they're they're probably going to be okay and still get in. Uh, Marshall Walk had two rushing touchdowns in the first half for Hall. What am I missing? Uh, Lincoln Trail. Yes. Well, I was going to go there, but I was making A&W. sure. A W. First off, and one weather shield's really really good. Did you get into that? I've, I've, I've heard, heard that. that. Oh, Paul, he's going to be okay. I think he's going to turn out to be an okay <laughs> player. <laughs> what was the final on that? I like people don't realize that we did 55? the show, but I don't know how. Forty-eight to eighteen. Yeah. 
But West Central hung tough for a while. They, I mean, it was close uh, right until halftime. So, but Quaglion threw a third touchdown pass to the first half right before halftime, bumped the lead from 14 to 22 to 12. Katie barred the door. Katie, and it was Katie barred the door after that. <laughs> Julian Samuels, two touchdown receptions in the first half for A&W. A&W has scored like 132 points in the last three weeks. West Central right now is at 4-4. Four and four. Yes. Who do they get last week? Uh, West Central is at United. A winnable game. A winnable game, yeah. Could that, and I don't know, make a couple of all the playoff points. Well, it all <laughs> yeah, it's right. going to change. So yeah, it all, yeah, we're not going to so do that. that one's, that one's be a tough um, one. Another game in the, in the uh, LTC. Uh, hats off to Mercer County. They gave up a touchdown to start the game. The and second then play of the game. Donut after that. They win 8-7. to seven. That gets them to five victories on the year, so that makes them playoff eligible. One more game next week. Where are they going to At Mid County. At Mid County. So a chance to go 6-3. and three. Um, Big victory for Mercer County. I mean, a massive win. Congratulations to Coach Hofer and, and, and that squad down there. Really big win for them. Mercer County is unbeaten at home this year. They're 5-0. and oh, But when they go on the road, Ooh. they're winless. Stockpile. That's why we pay you the big bucks. Yep. And what are you making nowadays? Uh, let's. Sammy we'll, made we'll last year at that small raise. Yeah. 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 It's cost of living. Cost, cost, of, cost of living rate. Cost of Twinkies. Mercer County would be in right now. Yeah, and they uh, go to United next week. So um, what else in that conference? Hey, hats off to um, Ridgewood. Ridgewood. First time ever they're definitely ever. in the playoffs and, as and, a co-op. And they give Bruce Redding a, a little Bath, water shower yeah. with the wa- I was water. Fancy. shower? Yeah. They threw the water on Compared it. to what other Instead kind of Instead of a Gatorade sh- shower, it's, a, okay, it's sure. water. Got you on that one. <laughs> So, Logan Nodine, huge game for them tonight. Why do you always look at me when you <laughs> say that? Because you had the stat on the score. I brought him up one time, and now Stocking just tells me every <laughs> single Logan Nodine <laughs> stat ever. And it was because you shot the game. You're like, wow, he was really good in this game. And you talked about how good he yeah. played. And Stocking's like, Logan Nodine. And he looks right, right at you every yeah, time. Yeah, but he had 220 total yards. total yards of offense and four TDs. Yeah. And uh, Stocking just had to sign that to me. <laughs> 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 you're so good you're, job, Logan. You're so weird. <laughs> United, though, and they came to start. Yeah, absolutely. The, United to start the game had a 17 play drive that went 11 How and a half minutes. How do you minutes. know this? I do he my research. it on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I do my that's research. How he knows. 17 play drive, 11 and a half minutes. It ended on downs. Oh. <gasps> and here's the thing: United still led seven to six at halftime in that game, and Ridgewood came back and. But 7-6. Shut the door. But they were still ahead. And for yeah. United, a team that had a 16-game losing streak earlier in this yeah. year. No, they're playing they, won, sure. they won that game. They, they gave Mercer County everything they could handle last week. And then they gave Richwood everything they could handle. United is beginning to build, is beginning to have the that, uh, embryonic growth of a program that could, in a year or two, be one of those teams that we're talking they're about. Not, we're not doing I, embryonic yeah. growth as a word. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're Absolutely they're not. making steps as a program. I agree with everything you just said. No more using the word embryonic growth. Well, they are making growth. Okay. Sure, but taking not embryonic. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. You're the best. Uh, what Declan, else Flynn, Declan Flynn for United. 203 passing yards, two touchdowns. Declan Flynn, good, very good quarterback. For Knoxville's awesome. They won once again. Top team going into Class 2A according to the playoffs wow. right now. Three, really? Good yeah. for them. 353 points on the season. They're ranked second in the state overall, but yeah, playoff-wise, they would be the number one seed yeah, going into the really playoffs. Yeah, they're really good. Um, and it's all on the ground. 
They don't, I mean, they don't throw the ball very yeah, much. They're touchdown they're, pass they're, or highlights. But I know what you but, mean. But yeah, yeah they they're, do, they're, they're they mainly a, they're, a they're a ground team. Uh, what else stockpile? What am I missing? Um, what are we doing? We're at like, oh, we're only at, oh, we're at 38 minutes. Gee. Uh, Star County won. Um, <laughs> God bless anybody who's listened to this nonsense for 38 minutes. Hey, Amboy won their first game of the year uh, being Milledgeville 25 to 8. And Mendota ends a 20-game losing streak being Rock Falls 26-21. Um, it's great. Uh, so we're done. In Illinois, but we, you forgot Iowa. Oh, I mean, yeah, we, we do have to go back over to Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Small, Media- right, well, Mediapolis Iowa. with a big win. Yeah, Mediapolis continues to roll right along. Big win for West Liberty. They're kind of doing the same thing this year they did last year where they had a tough non-district play, um, lost a few games, but they're playing really good in district play. They get a big victory in overtime, I believe, yes. in the 21-19 over uh, Comanche. Comanche. And next week they will be at Tipton for the district championship. Ooh. And Comanche... Even though they lost their six, if they win next week, and they are playing, um, they ho- they're at West Burlington Notre Dame, who is uh, winless on the year. If Comanche wins that game, they're seven. They'll be six and three. I think at six and three, Comanche could get a playoff spot. And if they do, they are a team you do not want to face in the playoffs. Cuff all, disagrees with you. Well, it's all coming down to RPI right now. They're the, they're on the outside looking, and in they're right not going to get much help beating a winless team. No, no, but. What I'm saying is there, there is like, that But again, it always comes down to who wins or loses yeah. that last week. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, just looking at it going into this week, they were on the outside looking in. They were 18th. West Liberty was sitting at 16th as far as getting in, and obviously the top 16 get in. Strong East. win by Tipton over Loise Muscatine tonight. Easton Valley is um, lost for the first Disappointing time. Disappointing for them 72, to lose, yeah. That's a, a battle a, of what? number it's five versus team, yeah. number three. It's on the road. Yeah. I mean, they proved they're uh, with the elite in the state. Um, they'll, they'll make a nice run in the postseason. They'll, and well. they'll, they'll be at home for the playoffs yeah. no matter what and you look at uh durant and brooklyn in class a uh the game open we were talking about easton valley eight man don't go to yeah. them yet okay well uh, i'll we'll go back to them we'll go back to durant and brooklyn okay. EGM later okay All right, I'm you, done. you can go to them now yeah. okay. <laughs> um durant uh, received the opening <laughs> kickoff turn it returned it for a touchdown Durant kicks off to Brooklyn to BGM. Don't tell me that they returned that for a touchdown. Yes, Sack. they did. Don't tell me that. Twenty-eight seconds had elapsed. Both teams had returned uh, touchdowns, seven-seven, and then uh, BGM uh, beat Durant twenty-one fourteen. Big win for BGM. Um, and it hurts Durant's playoff chances. Trying it to does. think of what else we can talk about. Mason Ormsby from uh, Wilson had two. You don't have to think about it. He'll do it. Don't worry about it. Stocking Scott. And. Uh, Colby Sawville returned the opening kick for a touchdown. You in just that game. You, no, you stop it. You're you're out of control. You're just spouting out <laughs> stats that mean nothing. Hey, did Ricky uh, Forts get the touchdown? It did, did he not get say. He, oh, so we don't know if he got to his forty. I don't know. I don't know if he got his forty. That'd be pretty impressive. Um, we're done. <laughs> is that a question or <laughs> is that? <laughs> I think we can be. Yeah, this. I mean, twelve thirty-four on a Friday night. Ah, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Dude, right. the Cyclones win on the road. Yes. They'll be uh, Texas Tech in Lubbock. What was the final score going to be? Uh, I'm going to say Iowa State 30, Texas Tech 24. Woo! So they don't cover the spread. I don't worry about that. I worry about wins and losses. I don't. I worry about bank Money. accounts. Money. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, make sure you... T- we promise, we promise, we promise. Thank you for complaining that we didn't do a podcast last week because that means people listen, so we appreciate that. Um, we're less busy this week, I think, I hope. So we'll get in here and we'll, we'll get one done one of these times early in the week because it is a big week of high school football. Week 9, make sure you check it out on The Score, um, the only half-hour high school football show in the Quad Cities, 10.30 next week. Um, also follow us on Twitter, at The Score, WQAD for that as well. And uh, if, you, if you like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, um, rate the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast, 
Um, and then go and, like, you, you can leave comments about how much brain stacking annoys you. It's okay. <laughs> what? All right, Sackpile, you were good this week, and you were a good boy. And we've I'm been, always a good boy. We've been pretty nice to each other. So on that note, I'm going to let you get, I'm going to let you tell everybody. No, I'm not. Goodbye. So you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.